Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. second edition of boot to debate brought to you by the boot to the face podcast and we got special guests this week first from ringside rant we have rj say hello sir and tell everybody where they can find you hello sir uh you can find me across your uh, twitter gimmicks there at underscore ringside rant or if you feel adventurous and you want to throw down with me, you can find me on my personal page at underscore Raymond underscore James. Try to make it a little bit more difficult for you. So, all them fucking underscores. Ain't nobody gonna find that shit. Just like the Cowboys finding a uh, win on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you started, man. You started it. <laughs> And one half of the Doing the Favor podcast, all the way from somewhere in Ohio, Mr. Eric Brown. Eric? Is he he gone? I don't think Eric's there anymore. He's warming up his feet. He's warming his... Okay, well, let's let's do... Is this me right here? Am I here? Oh, jeez. Yeah, Eric, it's you. This is why we can't anything nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'll get here, this man. I'm got cold. Getting, I'm struggling a little bit. <laughs> no, you can follow me. My Twitter account's at EricBrown740, but I run the Doing the Favor account at Doing the Favor and the Instagram the same. And I don't really want to talk too much uh, football this week if we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he was just trying to put the, help the man put his helmet back on. He just did a little bit harder than what somebody would normally do. If I, he throws that helmet into the stands, we're talking about like a Cleveland statue. Man, but instead on, he tomahawk chopped his ass. So I think my uh, Rudolph is a grade A cocksucker. So whatever Miles Garrett decided to do to him, I'm in, I'm in agreement with. But your, your tag team partner is also here, Mr. Barry Frost. Barry, say hello to the people listening. Hello, audience of Boot to the Face. I am Barry Frost of Doing the Favor Podcast. Two time, two time. Did you see that shit we worked that in there? Award-winning, nominated fucking podcast. Just nominated. No, we haven't won any awards. Just nominated. But we're about to be. RJ, don't shake your head. That really, I don't like that. <laughs> All right. But you can follow me on Twitter at bfrost28. They're like the Barry Switzer of podcasting. Listen, he won a Super Bowl. Hey, four of them. Giants, baby. Hold them up. Yeah, somebody else's team. Hey, so, no- so- hey Scott, Nor- <laughs> Scott Norwood's in the fucking building. Don't get me on the Buffalo Bills. Barry, okay. I'm, Barry, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't give all your nicknames there. I mean, you got like five of them. I, I'd like to hear them just in case there's some, just in case there's some big bitches out there listening. Why they gotta be? Why? Why do they gotta be big for? Because they're part of the Husky Army. Well, I able to handle all that weight coming down on them. That's why they gotta be so big. They don't have bone Lord. density and have all that coming yeah. down. Good lord. Uh, the 
the the big white girls I call them avalanches. I like the avalanche splash. Marty, why are you laughing? I thought I thought they were the Yetis. <laughs> no, that's the hairy women. <laughs> Listen, we don't we don't discriminate. We don't discriminate at doing the favor. Oh, you this know? is gonna, this is going to be a motherfucker here. And uh, last but not least is my tag team partner, Marty Vasquez. Marty, tell the people where they can find and see you. <clears throat> find me at a bearded master, both Instagram and Twitter, as well as boot to the face um, with the number two on Twitter and boot to the face in our underscore on Instagram. Um, that's where I'm at. Hit me up. Also, since we're talking football game of the week, Sunday night. In San Francisco, they're about to get their asses dropped to nine to two as we got a new leader in the NFC, Green Bay motherfucking Packers. Because Aaron Rodgers is coming home, he's gonna drop that dick and say, "Hey, back he better, he better because uh, I got him in fantasy." And as Mr. Uh, Rucker knows firsthand, uh, he can bring down the hammer. I, I'm about two hours away from Green Bay. And Aaron Rodgers ain't bringing nothing to San Francisco but a pedophile mustache and a fucking shitty haircut. Yeah, okay. he definitely that mustache. Hey, he ain't looks doing, like he he ain't doing nothing. Tell him he, he cut the mustache he, off. He cut the mustache. Yeah, Patrick is riding that mustache. That's right. Hey, hey, that's let's why let's she, be can't, let's she can't drive be a NASCAR. Here. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. When it comes to the two, hey, of as long as he can put up thirty, as long as he can put up thirty fantasy points, I could care less whatever the hell he wears or looks like. Well, that's until he gets around the school building and gets arrested. Let's go. I don't think they have stadiums near the schools anyways. So hey, San Francisco. If hey, anything like Dallas, it's in the middle of like uh, a bad neighborhood or something. My Uncle Richie that went down to the, the bad AIDS, he went to San Francisco, and there are schools around there. Rucker, pick your, pick your head up. And fucking Aaron Rodgers got to stay at least 150 yards away from him. He needs to throw that fucking hat in the trash. All right, so I'm going to go over the rules before we get too far off. I'm going to let y'all know how this shit's going to work. All right, so I'm going to select randomly two of you motherfuckers. And you got 30 seconds each. I will let you know if you're a pro or the con. So you're going to have to do a little bit of thinking. You don't get any time to fiddle fuck around. All right. 30 seconds, and you're going to debate it. I took questions from people that we all know, like Pete Opolis and Talkamania, the Smart to Death podcast, Chick Foley. Like, everybody has some input into what the hell we're talking about tonight. I'm just a mediator, as if Paul Heyman would say, like, I'm just an advocate. I'm just here to watch and keep this shit on the rails. So, are y'all ready? Ready. Let's, let's get it. Sure. You motherfuckers don't seem ready. I mean, we've we been talking about this shit for two weeks. Y'all could be a little bit more fucking excited. I'm always ready, Rocker. Let's get busy. Well, you know what? You'll be first. Let's do it. You will go against Marty. <laughs> oh, no. Beard look, beard, the beard looking luscious. Luscious? I ain't never heard it described as that. I mean, I, I have. I have multiple times. And oh, usually, I, usually gets usually gets followed by a stroke and a beer afterwards. I'm just saying that ain't happening, big dog. <laughs> you can call me Avalanche if you want. <laughs> you got hey, you got two of the bases covered. Fuck, you can call me Yeti Avalanche. All you care, I fuck shit. You know what? 
Just just from that little interaction right there, I'm gonna double the time and give you sixty seconds instead of thirty. Cause like I got a feeling y'all aren't gonna hit the mark every time. So so Barry, you're the pro. Marty, you're the con. Would you like to know what you're arguing? The pro and the con of Survivor Series being an important pay-per-view going forward for the WWE. Marty, you're first. And you got... Yeah. Don't act like you've never been called a fucking con before. (laughs) We've had a discussion. You go back like 15 episodes. We're pretty sure we had that discussion. You got 60 Um, seconds. Go. The Survivor Series doesn't stand for or mean what it used to mean. Um, it used to mean you used to get something to value out of that. With the sole survivor meant something. Uh, it's it's ever since the first incarnation of the brand split back in the day. Um, it's been brand versus brand, and it's continually gone that route. It's brand supremacy. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't have any hold on what goes on afterwards. Um, they don't even tote over each other who won. The, the Survivor Series after the, mo- the first month, and it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but with NXT being brought up as a main brand and an equal brand to the rest of them, um, it definitely doesn't need to be, have any hold on like titles or anything like that. It really needs to be, hey, these are our three brands. We're going to have a you know, they have a, a night of champions and class of champions where the champions all fight each other. Well, that's great for the championships, this is for the brands. This is the show. The be- These are our Shut best performers. <laughs> was that a I'm fucking sorry. bell? That was a bell. I'm going to make it a little louder so you motherfuckers can hear it so I don't have to cuss at you. You will there. anyways, though. Yeah, prob- you're probably right. I, I'm, I'm... <laughs> I thought be was- honest. Come on. <laughs> I thought it was dinner. I was getting ready to get some wings again. Oh, jeez. Hey, hey, you're the Chris- pro. They look scrumptious, by the way. You got 60 seconds. Hey, the pros of the Survivor Series being an important pay-per-view going forward is it gives the NXT brand, it gives those guys that you didn't normally see or you don't normally see get that push. It gives them an outlet, an avenue, a way to get on TV. Uh, Survivor Series is one of the original four pay-per-views, so I, I definitely think it's an important part of their organization going forward. I think that, you know, like you said, the title picture has always meant something. So that's always going to be there. For me, it would be the underneath talent shining through, getting spots. I mean, The Undertaker made his debut at Survivor Series. You see that. So this is, like I said, this is a way that somebody else, somebody new gets that run going forward. And that, you know, like I said... To me, it's just a nostalgia pay-per-view. I I enjoy it personally. I love the brand versus brand. Just so we can just sort of throw it out, The Rock made a pay-per-view debut at Survivor Series 2, and we all know how that went. I thought that, that too, Marty, instantly as soon as he said that. That was that was Rocky Maivia. No, thought, it doesn't no, matter. Uh, it's Dwayne fucking Johnson. Uh, I thought about that young uh, and up-and-comer from Venice, California that debuted in 2014 by the name of Sting. He had a pretty good career after he came to Survivor Series. No doubt. He was what? He did all right. He was all right. The lead singer of the police? That's it. Shut the fuck up. We don't make fun of the stinger on this podcast. (laughs) Ever. No, it was the other stinger. We don't make fun of him. Put him in his place. That question was from Robert Custis. I want to make sure I shout out everybody that's uh, 
that's contributed to this. I'm going to give that round. We didn't do this last time. I'm going to give that round to Barry just because he brought up uh, The Undertaker, which led to bringing up The Rock, even though Marty brought him up. Barry won that round, Marty. So get your shit together. This is our show, and you're getting your ass kicked already. Hey, man. The first person to get eliminated in Survivor Series match, that team usually doesn't always lose. So I'm just saying. I'm basically a black person in a scary movie right now. He's the first motherfucker to get hey. going. Call me LL Cool J because that motherfucker lives on every movie he's in. He, he did. He did. He did. RJ. Hello. RJ and Eric Brown. Eric, I feel like I can't see or hear you. Are you there? I'm right here, man. Are you drinking wine? Yeah, I'm drinking red wine. Wine. I'm. What's, what's wrong with red wine? Is, is it Ballardici? Ballard no, Ballard it's 19 Crimes. I couldn't even tell it's you what that was. It's very nice. It's like, okay, what are you drinking, man? I am drinking a what was it, chocolate cherry bomb. Shit. Sign me up. Hey, listen, Eric's out here trying to pay tribute to Roy Orbison, and you guys aren't going to be fucking with him like that. <laughs> red, red. <laughs> gotcha, big dog. Appreciate that, homie. So, Eric. <laughs> I mean, this is a dumb question, but you know you can scan those bottles and they give you like some kind of fucking backstory on the bottle and shit. Yeah, like there's like it. an application you can get where like like an app on your phone where you hold it up to like a, the camera and he's he like starts talking and tell you why he got arrested or whatever. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay. I don't want to read when I drink. It's not reading. It's a video. It's like you you put it on the on the bottle and the guy on the on the bottle starts talking to you. On your phone. You don't have to read anything. It doesn't require a lot of just just looking. How many bottles do you have to drink for them to start talking to you? Three. Don't ask me how I know. (laughs) That's a good... Yeah, I was going to say three. (laughs) (laughs) RJ, you're the pro. Eric, you're the con for this next one. RJ, you'll be going first. And this question or debate topic was brought to us by Peteopolis from Chicago. The most fucking supportive... Motherfucker out there in the Twitterverse. So, Pete, thanks for the question. <clears throat> the Saudi shows. Let's see. I got to read my own hand right here. I'm sorry. I've been drinking a lot tonight. Y'all gonna have to bear with me. The Saudi <laughs> are the Saudi shows worth the time and effort that WWE uses on them? The pros and the cons. RJ, you're first. Do you remember which one you are? Yeah. You sure? You look a little confused. That's my normal look. Okay. You got 60 seconds. So Saudi shows, you know, there's only one way. You're putting all this talent on this card. You got the likes of The Undertaker. You got the likes, hell, you got Triple H. You got probably CM Punk's going over there soon to fight. God forbid, yes, that is the CM Punk. But without a shadow of a doubt, this Saudi show, it's going to get better and better Better time goes on. You have CM Punk. You have Batista back even. Sting's gonna make an appearance probably. Who knows? But without a shadow of doubt, they're gonna sell out the money. You're gonna start seeing the Saudi show just getting better and better each each each. Uh, excuse me. There you go. Each uh, each time they have it, you got Hulk Hogan over there. You know, how much better can you get than Hulk Hogan? You know, you got Ric Flair come. On, you know, you might as well start bringing back Harley Race from the dead, for God's sake. Whoa, Junior. 
I'm out. Yeah, we're disrespecting the king. Harley will rest in peace. That's right. Eric, I don't even think you'll have to go. This motherfucker said Hulk Hogan. This is cake. Um, <laughs> is it my time? I starting? Brother. Go ahead. You got 60 seconds. I think, first off, you just got to start with the travel issues, right? I think when you have workers out there tweeting pictures of their kids while they're stuck in the country after there's alleged disagreement with this man and the prince, and Vince is out of there, it's 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 a lot more trouble than it's worth. I think whenever people who are going there to work fear for their safety. That's one. That's a big deal. Two, I don't need to see Hulk Hogan's leathery ass up there anymore. I had to deal with it all in the late 80s, early 90s. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done seeing Hulk Hogan. I don't need to see The Undertaker work. I don't need to see Shawn Michaels work in 2019. That's why I have the WWE Network. I don't need them to sully their good reputation. Um, CM Punk probably will take that money. You know what I mean? He's cashing them checks. I get it. I understand the financial aspect for those guys who are going there and working. But at the same time, I don't think when Kurt Hawkins says this completely is not worth it, I think that pretty much makes my argument for me. Um, you're pretty much going over there and playing to an audience of one, of people that have questionable political tactics that does not bode well for you know how we view things over here and some of the controversies they've, they've been – okay. That round goes to Eric, mainly because Obviously. I already talked about Hulk Hogan. Because Hulk Hogan. What the fuck kind of un- what kind of biased shit is this? I felt bad for RJ even having to do a pro on that. To be honest with you, I saw his face. Yeah, I. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, <laughs> Pete. Yeah, it's not my fault. No, I'm joking. Obviously, Marty and Eric. <clears throat> Marty, you're the con again. Eric, you're the pro. All right. This is another question from Petopolis. Eric, you'll go first. The pros and the cons of continuing to watch the NWA after Jim Cornette decided to let everybody know he's a racist piece of shit. You got 60 seconds, Eric. I think the NWA has so much rich history and the concept of power and the format that it's on. I don't think that one man... No, I'm not, I don't want. I don't want to get into a whole conversation. But Jim Cornette is not going to deter me from watching NWA. Yes, did that show make air? Yes, is there issues with that? Absolutely. You know, Jim Cornette played his part, but other people played their part as well. So I'm not going to let them off the hook. It, but do they have the opportunity to grow? Yes. Nick Aldis is a great champion. Uh, they have you know great talent coming through. A mix of old and young talent with the studio show. It brings back all the feels. Seeing Chris Rucker on my TV while I'm watching that stuff is an added bonus. So I do appreciate that very much as well. That also brings some sauce to the show. Um, but yeah, just the whole idea of somebody's going to do an interview and walk to the ring. You know, I'm a little, a slightly too young. I caught the tail end of the studio show era. So I, you know. It's a way for me to familiarize myself with it other than going back to the WWE Network. But I love the concept of 2019 of them doing a show like that and featuring talent like Nick Aldis, Eli. You didn't talk about Camille, but I'm not going to. I was getting there. Marty, 60 seconds, sir. Okay, hold on, hold on. What was the question again? Sweet. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. He said Rucker. He's, he's going to win now. Let's be honest. Excuse me. This isn't your turn to talk. You you can't try to sway the fucking judge like that. Good good argument though, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker, what was the uh You're the con. The, right? You're the con. You're against why you should not continue to watch NWA after what happened this week with Cornette. Sixty seconds. Go. Well, when it comes down to the NWA, the reason why you shouldn't be watching it, um, First of all, who is watching it, with the exception of 35 people that are in the audience? NWA is an outdated organization. 
Cornette is an outdated guy who's just he lost his way and doesn't long be there. Um, this is all talent swimming in a small pond. This talent needs to be put up in a bigger shows. All this can be anywhere wrestling right now, especially when Camille by his side. Um, when it comes down to like, there's the only shows I've watched of NWA is because bigger talent's been there, aka Cody Rhodes, also Marty Scroll. There's reasons that bring me to NWA. I don't go to NWA on its own, and that's all I'm going to say. Oh, so you're just going to leave the last 15 seconds and not talk anymore? Yep, I won't. Yep, that's it. I said what I needed to say. What about me as a bigger talent at the NWA? You know, you didn't throw my name out there at all. <laughs> I was a bigger talent at WOW than you were at NWA. Well, just, you know what? You had it in a bag until that last fucking 10 seconds there. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I stopped. You fucking antagonized me and kept me going. I was done. It's like the episode of fucking Friends when Chandler has an interview. He's like, no, no, no. That, that interview was over. It was over. You can't go now. Fuck that shit. I shouldn't have... Oh, man. Is anybody watching any SmackDown tonight? No, but I, I watched a little of it. Ripley, had a, it Ripley had a nice pin hours. on Charlotte. It was. It was nice. It was very, Spoiler. It was yeah, very was... good to see Tony Storm out there. Right. I'm all about Tony mm-hmm. Storm. I ain't allowed to talk about stuff like this on our show, Rucker. So she'd get uh-huh. all the she'd get all the strokes, Rucker. How many of them? All of them. Every last one of them. All the Midwest strokes. Ooh. All of them. And it's cold up there too. Right. I got enough. I got enough for. She'd be tiptoeing through the rain, sleet, and snow, baby. She's from Australia. I don't give a fuck where she's from. She's fine. <laughs> Fine as what? Fine as whatever she wants to be. Shit, I was at a house show. Mandy Rose came. I was like, I'd give this motherfucker a house. Oh, now, bro. Didn't down. even care. Don't forget what show you on. Don't cross that line. Three times. Hey, I said she was fine. Santana, what's her fucking name that he likes? Oh, oh no. Wow. Oh, boy. What's well, her name? I'm, I'm going to start it off. We got heat automatically. <laughs> 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 Everybody's got to take a drink. He just bought up Santana Garrett. That's right. <laughs> RJ. Santana Garrett. You know what's uh, fucking bullshit? Man. The fucking fact that we had an invasion on NXT. All the women of NXT came out with the exception of fucking Chelsea Green, Deanna Prazo, and fucking Santana Garrett. Like, really? They're not on TV really yet, Marty. Any, they didn't really have, not have any place for them to come out and help their fucking brand. Santana Come on, comes out and does on. jobs. Get. Ooh, shit. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just, just, just correcting you here. I've seen her out there doing a job to Taya Conti. Okay. That was Fuck. a good fucking match. You know what's bullshit is that both the last two matches she's had on TV for NXT have been fantastic matches. She's dominated those matches. Until the final end and bullshit ass finish. <laughs> fucking NXT. Until that final end. That fucking final win. She had Dakota Kai's ass kicked. And all of a sudden she... Mm. So, Barry, you and okay. RJ ready for this next one? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm ashamed I didn't get a question from Pete. That just pisses me right off. Well, you got one from your friends at the Chick Foley show right now. Fuck. Oh, oh, yeah, I was going to say. Eh, eh, eh. I, I was going to say. Go ahead. I mean, I, I listened last week. I kind of I know what's going there. So. Yeah, hey, you, know, have, you, know, you know what's up. We don't have to say anything. <laughs> I I'll like say, him. I'll say it. Throw that heat. Don't Shit. Care. He knows. I done told him slide in. 
Oh, my can... DMs are going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> don't, act like, don't act like you're afraid of jumping in the DMs either, Eric. Come on, bro. We all know you be jumping in them DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about DMs. Go, go fucking over here and give me two claps of the woo. Come on, bro. <laughs> Sorry, man. This is I from had... our friends at the Chick Foley Show. And this is RJ <laughs> versus Barry. The pros and cons of AEW buying up smaller corporations like ROH, Impact, NWA, and MLW. RJ, you would be the con. Barry, you would be the pro. And RJ, you can go first. Before we do, oh man, I just want to tell you right now. I saw that 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 one out there. I fucking wanted that one so bad. I'm not even gonna lie. Well, but guess what? Continue. You can get to have it. I know. It's just gonna continue. I was going to throw it out there. Fuck. You're, RJ, you're, you doing, got... you're doing jobs like Santana Garrett. Go ahead, though. <laughs> Better raise that glass. Well, I didn't raise shit, but my voice. RJ, you got 60 seconds. <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Okay, so AEW, they have hard enough time trying to actually book the talent that they have. Why are they going to go to the likes of ROH? MLW, WOW to get their actually women's wrestlers. Why bother going to these talents when you can't even book the likes of the best friends? Orange Cassidy, all these guys on there that are mid to low card guys that have the talent to actually put forth decent matches. You know, MLW has a hard enough time getting their own stuff together. ROH, we won't even get started with them. Why are you going to be involved with those companies? Worry about the company that you have right now. You know, go to overseas even. Mr. Frost? Yes, sir. I just yawned for about 15 of them. This, I mean, it's, it's a wrap, though. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. You just said Orange Cassidy was no talent. Like, a lower to mid-card talent. This dude, somebody else got through through a door, and he's just standing there, and the building went crazy. That's over. You got MJF. Who doesn't want to see the Briscoe brothers come down in AW on TNT? Put your, put your hand down, young man. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Who does? I mean, ML does, and hey, they should be concentrating on their women's division. AEW's women's division is shitty right now, so you should want to better your product. You should want to go snatch up a Tessa Blanchard, a Jordan Grace, somebody that it can work, can do something. Right or wrong, you know I'm right, RJ. You're losing, but <laughs> but anyway, I'm just saying, what that influx of new talent. All right. All right. Go ahead. I almost don't want to tell you you won that one just because you were so fucking cocky at the beginning of it. Hey, <laughs> it was so, it was, that was too easy, dog. But I hey, have to but be fair. He's gotten, he, he's gotten shitty. Like, he's gotten the wrong end of the stick on both questions, though. Like, he could have, like, he would have won if he'd have got mine because I could have well, made. And, and to be honest, you brought up Tessa Blanchard. You, you, you realize Impact's going to throw a crap load of money at her, right? Listen, I would throw a crap load of a lot of stuff at her. Uh, Jesus Christ. But she's hey. no Satana Garrett, though. I don't. Hey, no, she's bad. really not. 
in the ri- in ring in ring she's not doing i'm not uh, no you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go there right now all right bonus question for everybody we'll, we'll go one by one we'll start with rj go to marty go to barry and then go to eric if you were aew and you could purchase one of these companies which one would you purchase and why just no, no time limit just give me an answer real quick roh simply because ROH has the talent there. It's just they have the wrong people in charge. You have the likes of a Jay Lethal. Yes, I'd like to see the Briscoes. They're probably legitimately one of the best tag teams in the business. Uh, Matt Taven, all these guys that people want to crap on because of the exposure, I guess you can say, that they've gotten. I'm going with ROH personally. So, Marty, um, when it comes down to it, it's Ring of Honor. Um, absolutely, the fact that everybody that's in AEW has some experience with the guys from Ring of Honor, the camaraderie, the the uh, familiarity of in ring with them would just carry over. Um, the obviously the guys that are in A and W are started off with you know having that background together in Ring of Honor before they switched at the end of the year. Um, a year ago, we're talking about them being the number two wrestling organization in the world. And now they're on the bottom of the barrel. Uh, we're talking with low local promotions being above them because their management has ran them into the ground. Amazing talent who isn't doing shit, who could be doing great things on a roster with AEW. The, the women of uh, Ring of Honor, even though they're not the greatest, would be elevating the AEW roster just by showing up. Mr. Frost. Yes, sir. Almost. I'm going to say NWA, and this is the reason, because I like Thunder Rosa. I like Marty Bell. I think they could help that women's division in AEW. Plus, you get Kingston. You get Homicide, my boys, come in AEW, and they could set it off with uh, uh, Pride and Powerful, have like a little, you know, little feud there. And, I, you know, I just think it would be real cool, you know, to see them on that national stage because I think they deserve it. Mr. Brown. I'm actually going to go impact. Um, I think the ROH is, is trending down right now. And I think the impact is trending the other way. And I think the infusion of Tessa Blanchard, Madison Ray, Jordan Grace into the AEW women's division would help out a lot. Obviously they got a, eyes, a lot of eyes on their product right now. Stuff they're doing with Sammy Callahan, the intergender stuff. And I think it's a really progressive brand. I think it would really work with the AEW model. It's good answers by every, you know you guys are quick on your feet. Y'all should do a podcast. All of y'all, <laughs> y'all, should, y'all should get some shows together. Y'all all kind of know what you're talking about in here. I like that shit. Eric Brown, have you ever went one on one with Barry in any kind of debate before? Because that's about to happen. Yeah, I have. Okay, well, we're about not, to they they don't get recorded though. Well, we're about no, to... it, it happens every almost every day. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> this is from the Smart to Death podcast. Barry, you are the pro. Eric, you are the con. CM Punk returning in-ring competition for the WWE. And Eric, you can go first. CM Punk does not need to return to in-ring competition. We all saw him get his ass worked in MMA. I think that takes away a lot of the luster of what he can do in the ring. I think he's slow. He's choppy. I think he has a brick in his ass. He's not a very athletic guy, so it's not surprising to me. He did get his ass whipped in MMA, but he was a draw, and he got that check, so I ain't mad about that. 
Um, to me, I think he tries to fake the MMA stuff inside the ring. I don't enjoy his work. I think the pipe bomb stuff has been overblown. I, you know, I, and I think it was a work and he cashed in on that work. And I, just, I you know, I, I just, to see him back, he, he's, he's good in the studio. He's good with that mouthpiece. But for me to believe that he can beat up the guys like Brock Lesnar and things like that, for I saw him get his ass worked in, in UFC like he did, I think takes away from it. He should, you know. He's been away for so many years. He's going to get a pop. He's going to get that Saudi pop. You know what I mean? That, and that'll happen over there. And he's going to make all the marks happy. You know, all the people that, that buy his T-shirts and all the, you know, all that stuff that old school. I can't do this any fucking more. <laughs> that was fucking so difficult. I love CM Punk. I'm a huge fan. Everything I said was the exact opposite of what I believe. I was we'll going to say, if you folks could see the three faces here of Rocker Martin and RJ, there was disappointment on all three faces. Like, I can't believe this motherfucker is saying that. Oh, no. I was excited. Any, I see, know he was. I knew. Yeah. Here's the thing. Up until that last little part after the bell, there was no point in Barry even going. You shit on CM Punk for 60 <laughs> seconds. You had my vote until you added that other shit in there. Go ahead, Barry. You got 60 seconds. Oh, that was hard. Nah, look, the dude is over. He's going to sell tickets. He can have a good match with anybody, which he has proven for years. The dude's worked his way up from IWA Mid-South to everywhere. He carried Colt Cabana. That's why his back hurt for so long. Oh, I thought Marty was about to cuss me. <laughs> but not. The, the dude, he's, he's one of the best promos in the business. You automatically get that coming back. Marty, you're interrupting my thing here, dog. He's very distracting. There's a big white guy that just keeps doing hands gang. I'm not even that. fucking white. What are you talking about? Are you shitting me? You ain't white. Oh, what are you? Fucking last name is Vasquez, man. Holy shit. I have to apologize. Barry's from Wisconsin. I'm from Ohio. He sees right. about the C sees the six same people every day. I can't. No way. <laughs> Barry, you lost. I don't know how you lost that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a distracted. Marty with the run in to make sure the positive CM Punk comment doesn't win. <laughs> I feel so no. fucking dirty right now. You, well, you shouldn't. You should feel. You should feel cleansed. To be honest with you, because CM Punk. You know, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm just the fucking mediator. I should not be getting involved. Marty, tell them how you feel about CM Punk. Fuck CM Punk. Okay. <laughs> I I agree with Marty though. Rucker's a biased fucking judge. Speaking speak of Colt Cabana, <laughs> like, I finally watched backstage like an hour ago, and his whole bullshit of, oh, no, these days my, my circle's small. You know, people you thought were friends are actually just acquaintances in the business. Bitch, you ain't got no friends because you fucking turned on them all and tried suing them all. You fucking turned that shit, became the jackass in the group. You ain't got no friends because no, nobody trusts you. Shut the fuck up, try to make TV. Just shut the fuck up. Just saying. Fuck CM Punk. I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna do you a favor on this one, RJ. I uh, I made sure to give you the pro on this one because you you have been getting fucked over. So <laughs> well, I appreciate I appreciate that. So you got the pro, and I'll even let you go second, and I'm gonna make Marty go first. Marty's the con. <laughs> this Again? question. This question. Yeah, you're a con, motherfucker. I feel like I'm getting shit on right now. What the you fuck? might as well what, own AEW. Home field advantage. I'm. I can't. Y'all already called me biased once. I mean, no, shit. I, I see it now, Marty. I see the knife. Go ahead. Go ahead, though. You might as well call me Awesome Kong. I got a fucking dagger on my belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't see your belt buckle. We ain't trying to see it, Dak. 
Hey, I'll, I'll hold a mistletoe from the top of it. You can kiss me underneath it. How about hey, that? You calm down with that filthiness. This is from our boys over north of the border at Talkamania. Marty, you're the con. You're going first. Mr. RJ is the pro. He'll be going after you. You both got 60 seconds to talk about why AEW should or should not have a mid-card title. Marty, go. They are barely getting their brand started. They just introduced the Tag Team Championships two weeks ago. Uh, the AEW World Heavyweight Championship barely started. It's, it's there. It's starting to get some real traction right now. The women's title is is I don't even, is it hasn't even been on TV in the last month. Um, just really haven't done. They haven't really done enough to build up the secondary titles in the in the organization. There's no reason to bring in another title that's just going to be lit, uh, hit in the in the mist. Um, now, given there are a lot of talent on the roster who could absolutely be going for that title, and you have them infused into that storyline, you have a clear separation of the top tier talent going for the main event. You have the, the separation of those who are fighting midterm, and then you have the other ones who are just there to be bodies. Um, but at the moment, you have a lot of blending where you see people like that don't really don't have anything to be going up against a main uh, main eventer. But they're still fighting main eventers. They're, they're really blending that everybody could fight anybody depending on the situation. So until they do, decide to have that separation, no secondary title. That was the break brought to you by Red Grapefruit White Claw. Man, you got Atta the boy. worst one too. Can't you at least speak a fucking decent flavor? That's why you lost, motherfucker. RJ don't even have to go right now. <laughs> I, that was after the fucking bell. Not the point. You Shout out, White Claw. Penalize me for shit that ain't even happening on the debate. RJ, you could be quiet for sixty seconds if you want to, but you got sixty. Go. I won't though. I just want to do it out of spite. So, mid card title, you got the likes of Joey Janela, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy. You need that title to get over even more than they already are. And what better way to do that is to give something a la an IC title, U.S. title, something like that. And on top of that, are you t- telling me that you put a mid-card title in these uh, in this promotion, people aren't going to buy it? You're talking about money. More money for everybody in this company when you put these replica titles out there. Everybody and their mother is going to be buying it. I'm sure Mighty Marty's going to be over there dancing to the CM Punk theme song with the belt around his waist and no pants on. What do you see? You, hear, you, hear, you know what time that is, Marty? It's clobbering time. Don't be telling nobody about the fucking helicopter riding the belt. Just come on, man. <laughs> hey, hey, John Stockton. Stockton. Way to <clears throat> alley up up to Malone over there, bro. Way to give him that point. <sighs> Marty, uh, you're embarrassing but, but, us just, as a podcast. Just, just so we're clear, I absolutely agree and think that we should absolutely have a secondary title in AEW. Fucking bullshit is this. <laughs> you have a bad attitude, sir. Hey, I was going to say it's coming out now. My apologies, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to put on some fucking Santana Gary clips right now to make me happy. Take a drink, everybody. Damn right. <laughs> this Santana Garrett. Santana bitch. What are you gonna do when she wins the title? I uh, you may not hear from me for a while. What title? Either, either, 
You're going to hear too much. <laughs> Eric's just like, fuck. The fact you're still on oh CM God. Punk's nuts on a promo that happened fucking like 10 years ago. Your and they still chant his name. Santana. Yeah, they're saying his name because they're fucking smarks out there who just want to shit on the product. That, 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 that buy tickets and are there and chant his name, but yeah. They buy tickets, not deodorant. Well, just just I went to sales don't count. <laughs> I know I went to Starcast. They definitely don't buy. Yeah, deodorant. and he's right. I was in. We went to is. I feel that. <laughs> Mr. Brown and Mr. RJ. I don't know which one I want y'all. Want you to pick? Who wants the pro? Who wants the con? Oh, I'll let RJ pick. I'll take the pro since I got the two cons. I'll well, do con. That's fine. All right, RJ, you can go first. RJ, you can go first. Intergender okay. wrestling. Sixty seconds. Jesus Christ. So intergender wrestling. We've seen a lot of this. We've seen Tessa Blanchard. We've seen Brian Cage. Two of the best athletes in the business right now. Why wouldn't you want to see that? You know, you get the likes of. We'll even put Adam Cole, baby, against his girlfriend Britt Baker. Why? You see these great athletes. Why wouldn't you want to see, you know, the best of worlds? You get, you know, we'll even say Santana Garrett. You know, let's put her against like a Finn Val. See what she can do in the ring. Obviously, she's killing it against all the rest of the women. Why not put them against somebody like a Finn Balor? <laughs> yes, I am going for that type of vote. So. With that being said, you know, we got Jordan Grace. You know, why not get these inner relationship matches with her and Josh Greshman? Or what his name is. Jonathan Greshman. There you go, Jonathan Greshman. Goddamn, they give you the sympathy points and you fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Go ahead, Eric. This is another difficult one for me, but I'll make it work for the sake of the show. To me, when I see two opponents square off in a match, I have to have some sort of believability to it. And I just don't believe that a Tessa Blanchard in a physical fight can beat Brian Cage. It's just really hard for me to get past. You know, it's cool to have the Jordan Grace spot in the in the Battle Royals and stuff. But, you know, that's that's a that's a spot that could go to something. She's at, at that point. She's a gimmick in that match. Uh, there's no chance of her really winning. So, you know, I, I can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> I'm struggling again. Um, yeah, I mean, we've seen, I think China was the best one, and she was just another gimmick. She was an intercontinental champion, but it was just, you know, all she did was stand there with her arms folded. I, g- give me your favorite China match. You know what I mean? Like Her and X-Pac. Give Chris me your, Jericho. No, I like I the mean, X-Pac match, though. She did. That was a decent match with her and Jericho, just saying. No, right. without Fury Rucker even, even says, I don't want to call off as a short-minded person. I think wrestling's about telling a story. It's an art, and I think that a woman can absolutely tell a story with a man inside mm-hmm. the ring. You want to say crazy? Yeah. Is that I believe Tessa versus Cage is more believable than Mysterio versus Brock Lesnar. I like that take. No, I mean, no but it makes sense. You know, it's, you know, like you guys said, it's all about telling a story, and I think... You know, you could put any, you know, anybody against, you know, whether it be male or female, male equal that Jordan Racing. You could put her against anybody. She's a great storyteller, period. Right. 
Yeah. Eric didn't believe shit he was saying right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just looking for just grabbing that straws right now, puts Santana Garrett out there and hopefully get the sympathy thing. And I screwed the pooch on that, just like the Buffalo Bills. Well, that's a Stop. tough one for me because in the con, if I especially don't really believe it, like I don't really want to like short change a whole gender because, gender because I believe they can absolutely tell that story and I enjoy intergender wrestling. I really do. So yeah. that was a real, that was a tough one for me. I'm actually on the other side. I don't really like it. Yeah. I, ne- I never really, but I watched Tessa and Sammy Callahan and they told such a good story. I was just kind of like entrenched in it. Right. It's just not my thing though. I shouldn't say I don't like it. It's just not my thing. I'm, you know, I'm not really into guys just beating the shit out of women and vice versa. But eh. if done right, I don't mind it. And I think I think Tessa's the perfect perfect one forward. I don't really know Jordan Grace. I've seen her in real life. She's she's really tiny. Like she's I, the only thing about Tessa is that I feel like this is gonna ruin her going forward. Um, because if she goes to any and then the fact that if she goes to any organization, it's not gonna be believable. The fact she's been beating all these guys in the entire Impact roster, if she goes to WWE, AEW, wherever she ends up, she's not going to be Impact forever. Let's just be honest. She, no matter where she goes, it's not going to be believable when one of the other women beat her. If I'm sorry. If, if um, Who's the fucking champion of AEW? I can't even remember her fucking name right now. Riho. 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 If Riho pins Hi-ho. Tessa. It's not believable. Even if she had the, the strap on her, it's just not believable. If Tessa goes to WWE and uh, I won't be a dick, um, yeah, you could watch trade lightly. <laughs> I was going to say you you said put the strap on her. I get you. Go ahead. I, I, no, I was I was about to be the dick and call out Sasha Banks. But I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. You got my attention. Fucking <laughs> Barry. Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> If she's, please, if she's having these, these these matches with the with the, the men and she's having like decent match with a form where it's believable that she's in these matches, she goes and fights this smaller female that just is getting by. If she goes and fights Billy Kay and Billy Kay has an outstanding match against Tessa Blanchard, that doesn't believe that doesn't come off believable at all. It just doesn't. Now Tessa will die, never be fighting Billy Kay, but it's an example. When she, she goes against known, Billy Kay, yeah. Her thick, her thick ass. What you got against Billy Cat? I didn't oh, Lord. Say, I'm talking about her wrestling right now. Hey, now she's got Peyton Royce in tow. Whew. Go ahead, dog. Keep We're talking. Talk about Peyton Royce. We're going to talk about a whole different story right now. Barry, I think we might need to do a separate podcast. Just I will say, because they don't, yeah, they, they're holding us back. We ain't never going to get sponsors. You know, they don't want to sponsor us. <laughs> Bluetooth, maybe. Sponsored by fucking KY and White Claw. Hey. Look, Marty's talked about fucking strap-ons already. Don't I didn't say nothing. That He'll he be a ate. guest correspondent. Yeah, he can be our guest correspondent live as the pillow fluffer for Billy Cat. The pulling up cakes. I'll do that. Hey, I don't, I don't even know where we are right now. Yeah, something, <laughs> something going on. Eric and Art were debating something. That was from uh, that question was from Justin Roberge. Um, good. I like it. Who wants to go next? Give me two people. I'm down. Go ahead. I need to fucking. I'll go against Barry. I need to fucking win the point at some point of the night. Listen, I'm gonna pull Santana Garrett right here and do the job. Go ahead. I fucking hate you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking I'll take one. 
Just give us your worst question. Here we are doing our best to fucking get her to come on the show, and y'all just fucking sitting on her. Marty, you're the pro. They brought her in to be a mechanic. There's nothing wrong with that. She's there to get people over. She's a vet. She's, she's doing a, her job. She's very good at it. Just Marty, does it. You know, it looks at the car. lights. She's a Marty, car. you're the pro. Barry, you're the con. Barry, you'll go first. Okay. Tessa Blanchard as Impact World Heavyweight Champion. Ooh. Well, you know, you know, I just think she's such a shitty worker. I mean, you got all this stuff. I mean... So full, full of shit. At least try to make the argument believable. I told you I'm doing the job here. <laughs> you know, she doesn't have any credibility at all. She's not believable. I mean, her look needs a little work. Uh, as Eric always says, she reminds him of Tolly in the face. Uh, <laughs> you know, she kind of looks like Tolly. And this is why I get trouble on our show. But no, um, yeah, she just she just can't carry that load, you know. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow! That work, After that ring this weekend, I'm sure she can. You know that work rate. <laughs> her work rate's struggling. <sighs> you know, I I don't have anything else. Marty, can you weigh in on this, please? <laughs> the fucking bell hadn't went off yet. Oh, excuse me. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, you got 60 seconds. Does you he really need to say anything? <laughs> if you don't win this one, I don't know what to tell you, Marty. Look, he's he's speechless. Tell, me when the, tell me when the time starts. It started seven seconds ago. Okay, so <laughs> when it comes to Tessa Blanchard, she is in a league of her own when it comes to female wrestling. I will I will say she is probably the best female wrestler on the planet. Uh, EO is, is pretty close, but when you look at those who have been called the, the best wrestlers of each organization, um, namely Charlotte Flair, she blows Charlotte Flair out of the fucking water. Um, she's been having great matches with these men when some of these women can't even have matches with jobber women that just don't do the job. Um, I've seen her fight live. I've seen her win the Women of, World, uh, women of Wrestling Championship from Santana Garrett. Um, actually, technically, no. She didn't. That was a draw. Did but she do another I, job? But then I saw her. <laughs> Go ahead, dog. Keep going, man. But then Keep I going. saw her win the belt, uh, match from the Beast, or uh, not the Beast, from a Jungle Girl. Uh, but she won the title. She she can hold her own. She brings credibility. <laughs> but Rucker cool. was actually debating. He's like, "Do I give it to him?" <laughs> <laughs> Stop the damn match. Oh, Marty, you got that one. Hey, good job, Marty. <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> okay, this first off, this is the most fun I've had in a long time on a podcast <laughs> since the last boot to debate I did. Fuck you, dick. <laughs> I get mad at me for I'm just a moderator. Just throwing shots at RJ. <laughs> <laughs> you fat fuck is our third show this week. Fuck, man. <sighs> I'm just a moderator. I, I have no clue where this hostility is coming from. I apologize. I'm not the one getting my ass kicked. In the, I don't the know dates. what happened there. He just won. He just won one. He, he won because you pulled the fucking uh, finger poke oh, of doom on. Are you fucking calling him MGF right now? Throwing that fucking flag up in that bitch? <laughs> he did the finger poke of doom and he just laid down for you. <laughs> And we, and we all know what finger that is. It's the, it's the ring finger. <laughs> all right. 
So we're gonna go for third place here. Marty versus RJ. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Raise the roof. Marty's yeah, Marty. the pro. RJ's the con. Marty, you're first. The pro. You got 60 seconds. Talk about the pros of White Claw. Anytime you can get a bunch of females out there <laughs> partying <laughs> and having a damn good fucking time. You know what? I wanted that kind of fun. What are they drinking? What is going to get me into that circle right now? A variety pack of White Claw. I don't care about the fucking whatever what flavor your grapefruit and the lime, but you bring out some fucking cherry or black, some blackberry, black. um, like hot damn. I will drink that shit at a tailgate if it gets me where I need to go. I don't care what the path is as long as I get to the destination. You don't even need any more time, huh? I was going to say, I can see the believability in his eyes. Well, trust me. I mean, I believe him. In all honesty, if we send that in the White Claw right now, you might get a deal out of that. Hey, listen, Eric's got one. I got a guy. Yeah, I was going to say, we got one. I'll drink White Claw. I'll I'll fucking wear a pair of Uggs. (laughs) Do I even need to say anything? No, Tom Brady, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I'll take that compliment. That's fine. And that's coming from a Bills fan. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's right. I like I like that attitude. Uh, this question is for Barry Frost. Yes, yeah, sir. Oh shit! Did I get two in a row? Yeah. Damn! I'll take it. Barry. Marty is on fire. This is just Barry, though. Nobody else is in here. This is oh, just he's Barry. Gonna, he's gonna lose this shit himself. Right. You ever played the game Fuck Mary Kill? Let's do it. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Nia Jax, Nia Rose, Ronda Rousey. Oh fuck! Oh my! Uh, I already this ought to be great. <laughs> Listen, if we've never, if we've never got a sponsorship before, it's not going to happen now. Okay. <laughs> so what's her fucking what's what's her fucking name? The eight up chick. Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Okay, we're killing her. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Barry? That's what's your problem with Nyla Rose, bro? Just a dick white claw. Just not my cup of tea. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Now, who's the uh, Nia Jax, you said? Are you sure it's mm-hmm. a cup? Listen, I, <laughs> I'm going to marry. I'm going to marry Nia Jax. Okay. What? Wow. Yeah. Hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. What's your know? problem? What's your problem? You know what the big wife? He's drinking too much white claw. No, because if that's my wife, she's blasting you in the grill for talking shit to me like that. You'll be Becky Lynch. Yeah, okay? because Ronda be Rousey would do that, right? Ronda Rousey, and this is, I'd hit that now. she got some nice bodies. <laughs> but I just can't stand that motherfucker. You know? You're married. That kind of comes and, with the territory, and, bro. And Pete, Pete brought me a fucking Ronda Rousey to Chicago. Oh, fuck and, my and, from and Pete, fuck Pete. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck Pete. <laughs> We're doing that. He brings Erica Barry Bonds. Starting Shout out lineup. Pete. Fuck Pete. And he brings me a Ronda Rousey. You know, and waits at the fucking, what's that place we went to, Eric? Kilt Tilted Kill. Yeah, fuck them. Tilted Kill. Tilted Kill. They were fucking. Hey, listen. The Scottish Shooters. 
No, that chick wasn't Scottish. She was like Russian. She was a sex trafficked lady. <laughs> she was all bartender. Nadia. Yeah, Nadia. Was Nadia. And I felt bad for her because You're she was named Nadia. Listen, Nadia with the cakes. Yeah, we went there, and then the next morning we were, and she was already there in the same outfit. And Still there. At, yeah, they got a fucking scene. uniform. What do you expect her to wear? No, she looked the exact fucking same. It was like they let her out of the basement. They let her out of the basement and we're like, here, you're on shift again. Don't try to leave. You know, that's what happened. Uh, Jesus. Oh, there goes that sponsor. R- RJ, it's okay. They won't come get you. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they, they sex trafficked Nadia into the Tilted Kilt. And she was there twice. And she made a decent nacho. And he, <laughs> why are you guys like? Listen, I'm trying to tell you about Nadia's story. She was married supposedly four feet. This was the story she made up. Okay, I didn't believe shit. She was saying she had some weird bruising around the arm and the calf area. <laughs> so I don't know how we got Dear here pen- from fuck Mary. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> it turned into fuck Pete. So Pete is he instigates a lot of shit, you know. Uh, <laughs> Eric, I like I, I like Pete. I don't have anything against Pete, but apparently some people you, do. Huh? You, Shut have, up, Pete. Have you met Pete in person? No. Have, then fuck Pete. <laughs> I have. I have. He is a very rude. He said. He sat in the parking lot like fucking a stalker and waited for us. And then <laughs> Eric knows he's there and was like, yeah, I noticed you guys from the, sh- you guys were on the shirts. He noticed Eric's shirt. And then like, I think that like, he, he brought us like figures trying to lure us into the van. Maybe it was the sex trafficker. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I, next time we go, I'm asking people. Eric, yes, sir. Um, I don't know how you do it. Oh. I don't know how you manage to rein this man in every week, multiple times a week. Imagine having to run the podcast Twitter account and getting all kinds of berry heat, and I have to answer for it. I'm like his fucking publicist <laughs> at this point. Plus, I mean, I told you him earlier. Like, I'm catching heat for that. Like, he, almost, yeah, he almost strikes out. Like he literally does. He, I get cussed. Literally, it's fine. It's fine. But on the on the on that same token, Barry, <laughs> got another one. We got another. One? I'm ready. Let's play. Who's next? I don't have anything left, man. Oh, I thought uh, you killer fuck Mary kill for me. Santana <laughs> Gary. Who's the other? One? Look now, Marty's mad. Now he's gonna be mad. Marty, look. Quit being upset. I didn't say nothing. Yeah, you was mad, though. You thought I was going to fuck your girl. Don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) She's doing too many jobs over here, big dog. She's doing too many jobs. She's a paid worker out in the street. Go ahead, Rocker. Who'd you want to say? I will ask the four of you to give me your crazy prediction for what is going to take place at Survivor Series this weekend. Um, we'll start with Eric, we'll go to RJ, we'll go to Barry, and then we'll go to Marty, since Marty's the home team. 
My crazy prediction for Survivor Series is Rey Mysterio walks out the World Heavyweight Champion. Holy shit. I think that Ray, I think they're going to get that. I think that it's an opportunity for a major pop. It's a shift for a new direction. I think that you want uh, Brock and Kane at WrestleMania. I don't think that needs the championship. So I think that Rey Mysterio, he has a huge following, big over with the crowd. Obviously, me and Barry run a Figs and Merch podcast. Plug. But, yeah, I mean, so he sells very well. He's very over with the young kids. You want to attract that younger audience. Obviously, they're winning the older demographic. You want to attract the younger audience. Put the belt on Rey Mysterio one last time. So, going off of that, you think Dominic's going to turn heel and take the belt from I, Well, it's a no-disqualification match is the reason I think that. And I think Dominic is either going to do some kind of run-in or Kane could. I mean, Ray's not going to win super clean, but I think the Ray Mysterio can win. RJ, crazy prediction. We are going to see an Undisputed Era sweep this whole weekend. Saturday, win war games. You're going to see Adam Cole win. You're going to see the uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly beat the other two tag teams. Doesn't even matter because they're on the main roster. Nobody knows who they are anyways. Uh, And then uh, we're going to see Roddy Strong upset uh, AJ and uh, Shinsuke. Mr. Frost. Well, since RJ just stole my pick, I was taking right. Well, that's the first thing tonight that you've done correctly. (laughs) Is borrowed from Jeans. <laughs> but Rod, but I was going to take Roddy Strong to win that match, though. I was. So you stole yeah, it. Yeah. Now, now I don't know. You know, listen. Would you like I'm me to come take, back to you? Nope. I'm going to take Shayna Baszler. I'm taking her to win the... Uh, mm-hmm. the let me, I'm going to say she takes Becky's strap. Well, it's not a title match. Are you it's sure? It's not a title match, Barry. It says champion champion versus champion triple threat match. Yeah, champion versus champion, but it's still it's not for any championships. Then why fucking put it on there? It's a kick measuring contest. That's another thing that pisses me off about these motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Bill fucking Bill. You know? Fuck that then. Shayna Baszler's winning that match. There's my fucking prediction. These motherfuckers. Mm mm mm. Mario? Here come our tweets. I'm going way out in left field here. I fucking hate saying this. CM Punk's going to be the NXT th- uh, surprise. Somehow, hmm. CM Punk shows up at NXT. He talked an awfully lot about NXT on um, backstage. Um, something you want, you want to throw a shocker out there? They've been teasing a turn for either Seth or, or KO or even possibly the fact that Balor's on NXT right now. You want to throw a shocker that nobody's going to be expecting, even though everyone wants it, with the exception of I know two people here that don't. Um, CM Punk shows up and ends up causing uh, the win for NXT. It's in Chicago, brother. Shout Ronda, out. Fuck Ronda me. Rousey's coming back. That's my crazy prediction. That's not a crazy prediction. That's fact. Well, it a spoiler. It is a prediction. She's coming back this week. Spoiler. My bad. I've had. Do you think think Triple H coming back for NXT? You think that's an outer reach? If you listen to episode 57 of Boot to the Face, you hear that Rucker believes that's the case. Fuck Triple H. My God. How dare you? Fuck Triple H. I mean, he does have a poster above his bed. His wife doesn't know why it's there, but he does have one. First off, that's how rumors get started. So let's calm down. <laughs> Secondly, 
I would never have a poster of a fucking big nose ostrich on my fucking bed. Thirdly, fuck Triple H. He thinks staying at WrestleMania. That's all that fucking matters. Triple H is a cocksucker in my book. Every day of the week, twice on Sunday. See, and that's why he's over. You're fucking out of anger. You're fucking out of anger, Rucker. You got to calm down. Some of those are the best ones, bro. You know that. Slapping cheeks like, man, I hate this motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) This motherfucker. That's all right, man. Can you love Sarah J and hate Triple H? Oh, I don't know. I I think they're both garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're both overrated pieces of garbage. That's just me. Hey, Sarah J is better than Triple H on on the mic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's dropping pipe bombs daily. (laughs) She's definitely better with a sledgehammer, too. Fellas, it's been fun. I appreciate it. Um, I guess if I had to pick a champion, it would be Barry, just because he kept everybody laughing the entire night. Um, it was a lot of fun. Hopefully, y'all won't be strangers and come on again in the future. Barry, we're going to work on that uh, that getting us canceled podcast we got. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. <laughs> If, if, if Eric hasn't got us kicked off for cup talk, Bukaki, all the other, he's been Pornhub Premium, Pornhub, uh, Brixie putting the whole dick and balls in the ass at the same time. Like it's, it's just, yeah, it's see, we, yeah. But so you got a whole new slew of sponsors with me on here now, uh, right. Barry. You can go to Black dot com and <laughs> all kind of interracial, intergender stuff now. Listen, I use filters. I sign up for all that shit. Well, you, can't fuck with me. you know what I mean? You can't fuck with me on that. I'm, I'm out here. Listen, Black Friday, Pornhub's got a sale. You get lifetime uh, premium. I think it's like thirty eight dollars. Check them out. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, you have done zero investigation on that. I don't know. My, he gets distracted when he gets there. Right. <laughs> I don't even make it through a whole fucking... You don't, go to, you don't go to Pornhub to read the fine print. You know what I mean? No, I'm like, listen, what is Santana Garrett doing work on here for? <laughs> Good job. Because my phone got leaked accidentally, uh, and shit just got posted where it got posted. Don't hey. hate. Appreciate. Hey, listen, only a perver- pervert, one of them perverts, would look at stuff like that. Let me, let I would, me just... I would, I would never. I'm not even gonna say it right now, Marty. This is this is about great big dog. Because once we start, we can't stop. I'm on. I'm on ginseng, Viagra, Blue Chew. I'm on brother. My stamina. I'm built for this. He can go hunting with that motherfucker with all that shit he's got in his system. Red shoes. You know what I mean? I'm ready. Got unicorn dust up in there. He's got fucking goat or deer antler powder. Fuck, what the hell? You got to get up in there, man. So, Barry, all the husky women want to know, is it like a White Claw can or is it like a can of Progresso soup? See, now what we've talked about this on doing the favor, I told him, I said, I should have been a farmer because I don't plow beef, but I lay a lot of seed. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm actually... I'm out here just, you know, take 
going through the cocktail. It's well before we before we get all kind of FCC violations. This has been another episode of Boots of Debate, featuring Doing the Favor podcast, Barry and Eric, and featuring Ringside Rants RJ, along with Marty from Boots of the Face. Thank y'all for joining us. Peace. Peace.